Tattoos are funny. Face tattoos, for instance. Like in the 90s, if you had a face tattoo, it meant that you probably spent time in jail. But in 2023, if you have a face tattoo, it means you probably spent time working at a Hot Topic at the mall. Hello, and welcome back to a show that doesn't have the time or crayons to explain why you're an idiot. And you are an idiot. Here on the Beer Pod Network! Season 2! Because your theory is, we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? You are not. You don't know where that's been. (laughs) Holy shit, they let us back on the air. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show that we all know is guaranteed to piss at least somebody off. I am Peter Pot, he's Will in the back. And we have the sad duty to report that our mascot, Melissa Cody, a.k.a. the butt slut, was unfortunately found still alive in Greater Manchester. We here at the Peter Pod Network would like to express our most heartfelt condolences to everyone who still has to deal with her. And for those of you who thought that was bad, <laughs> remember not to clench too hard as we move forward into the show. <clears throat> We're about to make some enemies. So yeah, holy Jesus smoke and meth. We are back with a whole new season and we promise you... Season 2 is where we sharpen our spears. We've been planning this out over the last two months since we went on break, and no joke. If you really are pissed off about who or what we cover, then you may want to wet your panties somewhere else, because this shit is about to get really fucking direct. And now that the 2022 New Hampshire Horror Awards are behind us, and thank you again to everyone who sent in submissions, Season 2 is going to have more than a few changes from last season. We got a lot of emails and DMs sucking up our balls like a Times Square hooker, talking about how we grew and evolved during Season 1, and well... If Robert Downey Jr. can go from cocaine to Iron Man, then I think the Peter Pod Network should have no problem continually trying to get better and better each episode. Which is probably why the first half of Season 1 sucked massive donkey dildos. So stay tuned for the same sense of humor, but in a whole new way. Kind of like when Jim Carrey became woke and scared the shit out of everyone with his paintings. What the fuck was that, anyways? Alright, so something we wanted to change about the show for Season 2 was that we're going to be taking the Jackass of the Week award renaming it King of the Jackholes, and Will and I figured it was about time to take bigger swings and start giving the award to people and things globally, those that have a higher profile than that dude in Concord who got arrested while fucking a parking meter, you know? So ladies and gentlemen, and I suppose since it's 2023, people who can't figure out if they are ladies and gentlemen, what? May I present to you... King of the Jackholes! Well, I guess you know we're about to piss somebody off. That's right, folks. We made King of the Jackholes a whole new thing. All by ourselves, too. So who wins King of the Jackholes this week, you ask? Well, we won't keep you waiting, as this week we came across a video by none other than Repzilla himself. And, well, we get that you think you're helping, bud. But the video in question is called Parents Are Pedobating Their Children. And my first thought was this Repzilla guy finally found some evidence against Bill Clinton. I was like, damn. Maybe that's why Chelsea's face looks like it's been bashed in repeatedly. Those 26 rides on Epstein's plane make a lot more sense now, right? Well, it appears. Nope. Old Repzilla, who, and I'm sorry, I really am, but Reppy, I think I speak for the rest of us when I say I'm taking away your man card. It's not just because you're a man with the same haircut as more than one of the Golden Girls, but it's also because you wear the same makeup. And back to why we're naming Repzilla, who just went from King of the Monsters to King of the Jackholes, it's because of the video we just mentioned. Parents are pedo-baiting their children. Normally you would think... Fucking right. Somebody caught one. Make that fucker pay, right? Well, that's not exactly what happened, which is why the Peter Pod Network is going to call this one out. 
See, Rapzilla chose a very sensitive topic and made a video for it, which in most circumstances we really wouldn't give a shit about. Except in this particular video, he's showing actual social media pages he gave a name or two. And from watching it, we saw what looked like... Well, Reppy's stopping just short of calling these people pedo bears, but is definitely hinting that they are advertising kids to pedophiles in order to get likes and money. He words it funny, but that's exactly what it is. And if he had actual evidence, awesome, right? Well, surprise, surprise, he ain't got shit but what he heard somewhere else, and like we said, no evidence. And for the record, we're not going to name the person and company he did this to on our show, as we don't know if they actually did anything, which is kind of the point to this. Now to watch the video, it does appear shocking. I, I have to be honest. Repzilla has his followers for a reason. He knows how to produce compelling video, which is kind of part of the problem. Repzilla's followers follow him for a reason, and if they didn't believe what he said, he probably wouldn't have so many of those followers. So when Repzilla makes a video that shows names, saying these people could be pedal baiters. Do you think his followers are going to take him at his word and assume these people are doing this, even though there's no actual evidence? Well, we found out and we sent out our fair warning that we were writing this story on Twitter. Both Repzilla and his fan page, or one of his fan pages, the guy's more popular than Bat Soup in China, apparently. Well, we reached out and did let them defend themselves, but the most Repzilla himself could provide us is, I'm just reporting other people's stories. Which is the equivalent to, he heard a rumor. And we call it a rumor because if those other stories found proof, Repzilla would have shown it. Now, the whole video isn't a total wash. It's great that he's bringing awareness to the subject. We applaud you, sir, for exactly that. But maybe stick to Patreon's policies that are sketchy and shit like that because you can prove those. That's a hell of a lot better than naming someone as a monster without actual evidence. Just because you heard it somewhere else doesn't mean you aren't reporting on it in your video by playing those videos and then talking about it. Now, if these people are actually doing this, then fuck them. Totally. Fuck them. But Rebzilla, muchacho, someday you're going to do this with someone's page and screen name in one of your clickbait videos, especially if it's about something so disgusting as pedophilia, and you use it language like might be or could be or people could assume like you do in that video. Well, and this is just friendly advice, bub. They won't call the cops. They're going to show up to your house and use your dildo collection to make you look like a fucking porcupine. Accusations are weapons in today's world, and it's pretty apparent in your video how casually you present that shit. That didn't cross your mind once. How many of your followers sent them horrible messages or death threats? From what we saw in your video and your response to our questions on Twitter, we really don't think you know or care. You got your clicks and you got your likes like a spoiled 14-year-old girl, and now that your vagina is nice and puffy, you're ready to go fuck over someone else with no actual evidence. As an adult in this day and age of weaponized accusations, you should know better. And the saddest part is we think you knew full well what you were doing. We here at the Peter Pod Network have no relation to the people who showed in that video. Don't know them, don't really care to know them. And honestly, we couldn't tell you if they are, in fact, pedo-baiting. But we sure as shit know that when you make a video like that showing people's social media pages about a topic that sensitive and don't have any actual evidence, well, that qualifies you as a gigantic piece of shit. So nice job there, I guess. So this week's King of the Jackholes goes out to the internet personality Repzilla. Here's to hoping you get dick cancer. Because we also watched the faking mental disorders for views on TikTok video, which funny enough came up directly after the pedo-baiting one. And within the first few moments of that video, you say, don't accuse people if you don't have proof. Don't be that guy. 
which means you fucking knew better, and that's why this week's King of All Jackholes is Repzilla. King of the Jackholes! Hey, everybody. Jeff McConaughey here again, and I want to talk to you about... That's right. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. The only malt liquor marketed for the homeless. Now, if you spend your day resisting the urge to beat that bitch who stole your last hit, just because later you know you're going to need that bail money, or if you happen to have forgotten to take your pills from the last few months, what you need is the Drunken Advantage. Drunken Advantage Motley kind of stands that sometimes you don't have both the lawyer's fees after you beat your wife and the money to get high. When you need that cheap fix that costs less than a bag of smack, so you don't have to go full Jack Nicholson from The Shining, what you need is the Drunken Advantage. Here at Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, we hear you. The cost of everything is going up, inflation is at an all-time high, and Narcan isn't getting any cheaper. So we asked our brewmaster to use the public toilets instead of the local gas stations to make for you the finest in kerosene-based adult beverages that won't cost you all the money you made panhandling. In fact, Drunken Advantage Malik is probably the cheapest adult beverage around due to our lack of standards. Who needs those, right? When you want to see God because you just poisoned yourself, what you need is the Drunken Advantage. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, now sold at your local tent city. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor should not be ingested by anyone. Seriously, do you know what we put in this shit? I'm pretty certain that they fished a cat out of the tank yesterday. Don't say we didn't warn you. What are the words to the song? I don't know, but I'll carry on. Because I've got something to say. And here comes the rant of the week. All right, for season two's very first rant, we're actually going to continue with a theme from the King of All Jackals segment from before the break, which, by the way... Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. I put that shit on my cereal. So as I was saying, weaponized accusations are getting out of control, and it's looking more and more like people are so used to doing it that they don't even realize when they've done it. And then once you've done it, now you got to defend it, which makes you look like Barbara Walters when she got to the pearly gates, and St. Peter said, Listen, we got to talk. The idea that we can just even hint that someone is guilty of something and the majority of us will just believe it because it was said with conviction is getting pretty fucking silly. YouTube is full of it. TV is full of it, and movies are getting in on the game too. Does anybody remember when Oliver Stone put out an alternate version of the Kennedy assassinations? The amount of people that took that as gospel, and apparently needed to go back to their high school civics teachers and apologize, was fucking staggering. They made goddamn t-shirts. And I know most people hear the words weaponized accusations and think of girls claiming to be raped when they weren't. Like when their parents catch them, or if you're Aziz Azari, or whatever his shitty name is, and he got a rape claim against him because he's shitty in bed and she regretted it or something. Sorry, Aziz. If you were giving her good dick, then she wouldn't have regretted it. But these false claims are coming at us from every direction, like an out-of-control Bukaki video. And no pun intended, they stick. Even the news networks are fucking us over with this crap. How much did CNN have to pay what one celebrity called the most punchable face in the world after somebody said, hey, what's on the rest of the tape? Fox has been caught doing it, as well as most of the others out there, and that's the issue. The truth matters and should be protected, but we got everyone from the news to the YouTube retards putting out whatever they think will get them likes, which, coincidentally enough, sounds exactly what my niece did 
when she was 12 and we had to sit her down and have a talk about being a diva on the internet and saying shit about people. So what rant will be complete without a little warning? Keep it up. One thing we've learned in this world is that when you find something to use against other people, they tend to do the same thing right back at you. Especially if you just showed them how to do it legally, you idiots. Might be, could be, and it's possible are quickly becoming words used way too much in how we report facts. So instead of ruining someone because you need content, whether that's on the news, a YouTube channel, or even when you're talking to your friends, if you can't prove it's true, then shut the fuck up. We here at the Peter Pied Network are not saying don't investigate. Some of the craziest serial killer cases have been solved by home detectives. Just don't go making people look guilty unless you can prove it. Guilty verdicts are overturned all the time because someone didn't think to make sure something was true. So we will end this by repeating what we believe is probably the wisest advice Repzilla himself has ever said. Make sure you have proper evidence before you accuse people of these kinds of things. Don't be that guy. Because seriously, if you can't just talk about the shit you can prove, you're basically just some asshole with the latest conspiracy theories hand shoved way up your ass and it's working your mouth like a motherfucking puppet. And with that said, stay tuned for the news. The blues, the blues, I've got those damn blues. The blues, the blues, the life sucks blues. Spent all my days trying to make some money. Steals it from me and then goes out drinking The blues, the blues, I've got those damn blues The blues, the blues, my wife's a bitch blues Long as it's the rest of my life, I'm ready to die is insane and it keeps getting bigger what can i say just like his mother the blues the blues i've got those damn blues the blues the blues my kids asshole blues long as it's the rest of my life but i'm ready to die The blues, I've got those damn blues. The blues, the blues, the life sucks blues. Long as it's the rest of my life, but I'm ready to die. to die. Coming to you live from the Peter Pod News Station's world-famous Stage 5, join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? Are they open when I get off work tonight? Do we know if they accept checks? Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? This is... 
the PPN News. Hey everybody, welcome back to the PPN News. This is Season 2. I am Peter Pud, and let's bring you everything you never wanted to hear. Well, we are proud to report that no one has jumped off a bridge in Manchester so far this year. Fucking right. Some guy Methuen did, though, but that's across the border, so it's their street pizza to clean up. And in other news, over the break, the homeless daughter of Hall of Famer and Red Sox legend Dennis Eckersley has been arrested and charged for abandoning her newborn child in a tent in the woods in Manchester, New Hampshire. We asked local residents nearby to the woods about their thoughts on the matter, and Father David Delange was quoted as saying, She makes me rethink our stance on post-birth abortion. Not the baby. Her. Also arrested after a short search was the child's father, 45-year-old George Theberge, also homeless. The child is said to have survived the 18-degree temperature for over an hour as Alexandra Eckersley led police on her very own version of the wacky races in an attempt to lead police away from the child. Eventually, though, the woman known as Allie Eckersley finally told police where to find her child in a tent alongside the Piscasqua River. Once found, the child was brought immediately to a local hospital for evaluation and care. And for you comic book fans out there, this reporter was moved by the outpouring of concern from the local children in the area, as one child who was clutching a Batman book added, Isn't this how Mr. Freeze was made? You're damn right, Timmy. Sleep well. And lastly tonight, the Trump train came pouring into New Hampshire and apparently scared the fuck out of shoppers near the Mall of New Hampshire. An anonymous Facebook post was first sent out showing a large group of Trump supporters in the parking lot outside of Texas Roadhouse in Manchester no doubt in the area, for a presidential campaign speech happening the same day. And, of course, the photo was captioned, Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Why me? Why us? Someone help us. And we here at the Peter Pod Network have to ask, Really? A couple flags and some posters of a fat orange guy shouldn't be that scary. While we here at the Peter Pod Network do not support any candidate, ever, we do request you stop being a pussy. The former president's speech went off without any issues except for the occasional TDS outbreak outside the event. When asked why the concern for a man who, unless Jared from Subway is running as well, is probably the least likely to win, and that's without knowing who will be running against, the people we asked recorded a saying, I don't know, this used to be fun, plus women and stuff. And the Peter Pod Network would like to add that we swear to God that is an actual quote a woman holding a sign near the event gave us when we asked her. Everybody, it's Elmo's crack addicted brother Glenn here, and I want to talk to you about Drunken Advantage Mall Liquor. It sure is good. Now, when you have those nights that the girl you just met is now demanding her money for what she just did, or you've just been driving around for hours trying to figure out where to bury her body, well, what you need? is the Drunken Advantage. All the folks here at Drunken Advantage Malik approve with every batch that time and time again their commitment to making you the best and homemade, slightly bathed in malt liquor type of dope beverage not containing rats, band-aids, human fingers and other abnormal medical waste as our customers suggest. Well, we bought a lot of fine malt liquor in old Yoo-Hoo bottle containers, for Christ's sake. Who would even think they'd fit? Okay, partner. Why don't you let me take over from here? Hello, everybody. My name is Jeff McConaughey. <laughs> 
They thought they could replace me, but Glenn needed a Netflix and crack break. So I hope you remember. When your kids say they want to live with their other dad. That's right. White trash ain't homophobic. When your sister introduces you to her kid. And your uncle asks you to be the godfather. When your ex-wife wants to show you her new black boyfriend. What you need is the drunken advantage. Drunken advantage malt liquor. For when you need the world to shut the fuck up. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor was originally meant as insect repellent back in the 40s. Do not consume. Ingestion of Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor negates your ability to sue for damages as well as have children. Hey, welcome to the party. Don't mind the widows in the back, they brought the best drugs. And look, and all we're bringing you, it's kind of like the news, but we call it our world. Don't worry, folks, this won't take much time. Kind of like the news, but not quite. And hey, we're bringing you the real news. Not the shit you see on the view, not the shit that makes you sad. Sit back, relax with your world. And welcome to another edition of our world. And like the song said, welcome to another edition of Our World. If there's one thing Americans know about Europe, it'd be that you all fucking hate us. We're blunt, rash, and kind of assholic. But the latest news out of Mexico says maybe we're all just a bunch of pricks. A Polish tourist brought the bar a little lower in the global limbo contest of bad decisions at the Chichen Itza archaeological site. For those of you who don't know, Chichen Itza is a step pyramid slash temple, and for some dumbass reason, our Polish mental midget decided to climb it. And then immediately found out why you don't do that, as upon returning to ground level, he was met with an angry mob, which contained one person who felt the need to teach a lesson. Very much like how your grandma used to teach you when she said, get the switch. Yeah, they beat him in the head with a stick, while the crowd also let him know that if he comes back, it won't be a stick next time. So two lessons here before you decide it'd be funny to disrespect the temples of Mexico. First, make sure you bring plenty of bug spray. And second, maybe don't do it to one of the tribes in that area who used to eat and sacrifice strangers to their gods. I think it's safe to say that you shouldn't need a giant fucking sign not to fuck around with the Mayans. This Polish moron is lucky he didn't end up with those little white booties on his feet while doing his best impression of a rack of lamb. And in other news, Andy Dick has been arrested again. That's right, everyone's favorite has-been assbag is back to his old game as he's been arrested again for public intoxication and, wait for it, failing to register as a sex offender, which stems back to when Andy thought it was a brilliant idea to grab an Uber driver's crotch. And Andy... If you're going to pull that shit, make sure to rate him five stars. But in all seriousness, Andy, it may be time to stop this. In 2008, you got arrested for pulling down a teenage girl's top. In 2010, you were arrested for fondling some rando in West Virginia. And 2018 saw you busted for molesting someone in their sleep. So here's some advice, my boy. Just admit you're gay. Get a boyfriend and stop trying to get everyone to like you.
Otherwise, your plan of just reaching out and touching someone is going to get you a cellmate slash boyfriend that you really don't want. Next tonight, we all know about the creepy online weirdos who pretend to be kids in order to be themselves, or as others call it, grooming pedophiles. And anyone familiar with the popular sports has heard stories of people pretending to be kids in order to qualify for a draft. And now it appears that there's a whole new reason why adults are pretending to be children, and this one comes straight out of Virginia. Hey, look at that. A story about someone being creepy in the South and it doesn't involve sleeping with their uncle. Congrats, Dixie. We knew you could do it. Now, there's no uncle fucking here as this story is about the junior varsity girls basketball coach at Churchland High School Truckers in Virginia. 22-year-old Arlisha Boykins, who, for one reason or another, thought it was a good idea to relive those old glory days on the court and pretended to be a 13-year-old in a high school basketball tournament on January 21st. While we did find out why she did it, her reason that one of her players didn't show up is probably not going to hold up much weight when whoever decides that she gets to keep her job gets to see evidence of what happens when a full-grown adult going full baller on unsuspecting 13-year-olds. Good news out of the story. Apparently everyone thought she was fucking fantastic. Driving the lane, blocking shots, nailing free throw after free throw. Seriously, everyone thought she was great. Especially the people who now have to investigate her and whatever batshit crazy idea led her to do this. Players and parents ended up quitting the remainder of the season. The school can't play in the tournament anymore. And what everyone else seems to forget... She thought she could impersonate a 13-year-old. Someone might want to check in to find out if she's done this before and if that's why she thought she could pull this off without getting caught. There's a good rule when it comes to kids. Don't fuck them and don't try to be them. Both never seem to end well. And lastly tonight, it looks like Billy and Daniel Baldwin are no longer the embarrassments of the Baldwin family clan. As the only one of them that was still employable is maybe not so employable now as he is facing involuntary manslaughter charges stemming from the shooting incident slash accident on the set of the movie Rust. That's right, Stephen Baldwin found God, William Baldwin found mediocrity, Daniel Baldwin found the buffet table, and from what recent reports say, Alec Baldwin found his arraignment date is fast approaching, as he is practicing the most important line of dialogue in his entire acting career. Not guilty. <coughs> Hold on, let me try that again. Not guilty. Ooh, he's starring in a courtroom drama. Nice. But fear not all you Baldwin fans, early speculation is that the loudest Baldwin will be offered a deal that will involve no jail time. Because if you think about it, do we really need to give Alec Baldwin another reason to attack somebody on the street? According to the police report, his last arrest was for an assault over a parking spot. So we would have to imagine the deal is going to be offered because the prosecutor is just trying to avoid Baldwin from taking a swing at the judge. This has been Our World. to planet earth we're the third rock floating around the sun and as we make our way around this big universe avoiding certain death from a large space collision what's the point of all of this are we just a cosmic joke now they're really aliens and what is with the anal probes? For the life of me, I cannot see. So I get drunk and I try not to think about it. 
for the life of me It's hard to believe that this is all There is a world run by idiots checking out the second episode of the second season of the Peter Pod Network. We hope you enjoyed everything you heard tonight. We appreciate you giving us a shot. Before we forget, we want to say thank you to a couple people for helping us out the 2022 New Hampshire Horror Awards that I, well, I retardedly forgot to mention last episode. So with that said, a special thank you to number 13, both Will's mother for the catering and my mother for having a sense of humor when we made fun of you last episode. Also, we want to thank Sarah, Bernie, and of course Lizzie for being our sounding boards while we put that shit together. So if you want to let us know how we're doing, or like Jesse C. from Manchester did, if you have a suggestion for a story, write into thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com, and I'm sure we will say something offensive back. Find everything Peter Pod Network at peterpodnetwork.com, and you can also find us on Amazon, Samsung Podcast, Live Now, Spotify, YouTube, and more. Follow our daily madness at Peter Pod Network on all the major socials, and if you still can't find us, well, you might have to be tested. Tune in next week on Monday to hear what we are up to for episode three of the Peter Pod Network. I am Peter Pod for Will in the Back and our mascot, Melissa Cody, a.k.a. the butt slut, a.k.a. the joke that keeps on giving. Have a great week. 
And shit! Get off your ass and go do something. Here we are, we watch one. Do you want it? Just trying to have some fun. No, we don't care. We don't care. Still gonna call you a cunt. Just trying to have some fun.